dude, you're still recording right now. I don't want to make this awkward, but I'm losing it. You're like extremely recording. I STG. I'm recording. Welcome to Sad Boys, a podcast about feelings and other things. Also, I'm Jarvis. Hello. Hey. What's up? I'm Jordan. As by the way, don't tell no one. Mm. I fully. I, it's it's still surprising to me how every single time we record, I forget that I do that. I know. I forget I also, that I have a thing to say. <laughs> I uh, I also we have to switch it so that I I can be the weird guy too. Yeah, being the. You know, and I don't want to be. I don't like that mm. character of in within myself that much. Um, I'm trying to do less of it. But that time, legitimately, I was. It was almost like I was listening to the podcast. <laughs> I like, do. Oh, cool. You know, I can't I wait have to find out about perfect, modern events. <laughs> I have a pitch perfect recreation of the intro every single time. So, do you want to do mine as well? No. Oh, okay. I was recording. <laughs> I was recording with um, my friends Isaiah and Maria for their podcast Baroque Girls. You can check that out on Spotify. And right when we started the pod, they played their intro theme, but like, oh, I see. Right before we started recording, so I wasn't expecting to like be sitting talking with my friends, and then they're like, "All right, let's begin." And it's like, "Welcome to Baroque Girls, a podcast," with, and I. <laughs> I thought that they just said it each time like we yeah. do, but no, they had it pre-recorded and that was, it caught me off guard. It is funny how non-codified podcast production is still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. This day. Which I think is, is probably just a symptom of how small scale production is. You could say the same about like any media made with fewer than five people. Like, yeah. It's just True. not generally workflows, but uh, I mean, saying is this, this as somebody that was, you know, doing audio fiction is a project of like between actors and producing people and managers like 60 people and there was still i worked on a funny well, am i allowed to say <laughs> the company um i worked on a, a funny or die show i, don't, <laughs> fuck I it, mean like, like okay, yo, what are they gonna it. do like not um, work with you anymore yeah, like, i worked <laughs> on a yeah continued to not want to work with each other uh I was on a, uh, worked on a Funny or Die show um, because it was one of their first audio fictions and they wanted like a consulting producery person. And the entire time it was just improv, like beginning to end. There was like no mm-hmm. systems in place. I brought our workflow from Atypical and kind of presented it and they sort of used that, but they also had all their infrastructure from sketches mm-hmm. and like many years of making stuff. Right. And then by the end, um, our mutual friend Evan ran the mm-hmm. mix on that. Mm-hmm. He uh, didn't score, but did a lot of the music sort of interstitially and did the final mix and ran the engineering on a lot of the recording. And it was, by the time the footage got to him or the, the rushes got to him, it was just like, well, I don't know. It was like, so what, when do we want this by and by who and where are we tracking this? It's like, not where I said. It's somewhere new. Yeah. It's in a whole new, and I, I definitely won't say the, other companies associated, but there was definitely a lot of that, like, um, and we, you probably you probably had plenty of this as well. That uh, people giving notes because if they don't, it feels weird. Mm-hmm. It feels weird yeah. to be in an over. They're like, I need to earn my job by giving notes. Yeah, um, my uncle you... gave me this. I can't not work very hard. Yeah, I yeah, I, I don't want to put any brands on blast because I have active like contracts going. But sure. sometimes brand notes are just like, hey, could you like remove an integral part of the 
piece here? Sure. And I, I was like, I don't think so. No, I can't remove that. That's kind of important. And they're like, oh, okay. Well, that's it's that oh, okay, that's strange. Every single time <laughs> I've gotten for previous podcasts, for current conversations, anything, feedback on something that I was confused by, like, I don't know what this note means. Mm. I've said to, I guess now, now management, but in the past, just direct emails, just been like, um, we're open to it, but I'm not sure I really get what this means. Like right. This, I can see it's legally a sentence, but I don't know what it says. And then they have just followed up and been like, ah, don't worry about it. Yeah. They're like, oh, <laughs> okay. that, I was doing that to seem like I had something to contribute. I was tapping that like middle predictive button and it just makes the sentence for you. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm like, can I bring this up? I got a note on something where there is a portal where a, a, a character is transported somewhere and a portal opens and then he appears within it. Um, and then the note was like, I don't think we need the portal. And I was like, "It, we do, because otherwise, <laughs> how do we communicate that he is transported via a portal? What was that? What was it getting in the way of? It's like if you're watching rid of it. Yeah. It's also like, yeah, like the alternative is, oh, just cut and he's there. I'm yeah. like, but then you don't know how, like, but why would he be there? Like, what motivated him? I mean, being shit, there man, we can cut place? half of the whole thing. Yeah, true. We could true. cut me out. We could just play an ad from a different video. We could do anything. I've yeah. got Premiere <laughs> open right now. Yeah, it's like mm, this. And then there were other notes that are like super minor, but required me like refilm stuff. And I was yes. just like, oh. I yeah. um, was uh, the, not late. We did publish it on time, but. Uh, I felt bad for for average because time difference being what it is between us right now, I'm eight hours ahead of you and he's seven hours ahead of me. Mm -hmm. None of us are ever alive, uh, alive in a way. None <laughs> yeah, of us are ever really alive, alive at the same, at the same time. time. When you go to sleep, we don't have object permanence. When you go to sleep, yeah. you die. Uh, he's based in the 1910s. I yeah, say. yeah, that's uh, true. We have to get him to like, what, sometimes he will throw in jokes in the videos that we have to explain are not really okay anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah. a lot of slurs that I've never heard before, and I'm not really right. sure who they refer to. For Irish to. people, though. It's yeah. Like, oh, okay. No, this is... <laughs> the most repressed of all. Yeah, this one's not a thing anymore. Sorry. Yeah, we've those They've, you know, th we just count them as white people now. Is that a stereotype, even? <laughs> it's like, you know how Irish people are always picking up pens? Um... More you know, I don't know that, but you said it in a weirdly derogatory fashion. So it I think like we should remove it. <laughs> it definitely doesn't sound like the first time you've had this conversation. Yeah, there was hate <laughs> in your heart. And you were like upset that it got brought up again. I was like, like again with these Irish people picking up pins. I could be off point. I'm almost certain that you're Irish. <laughs> That's like a pretty high chance, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, they, um, one of the notes... Uh, we got back was like a valid note. They wanted us to include something that the deck said was optional. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And logistically recording it uh, where, I, where I'm living right now just wasn't possible. Uh, yeah. Something about my living environment does not allow me to do the thing that they needed. And so I had to go through a lot of rigmarole to make it happen. They wanted you we, to do that, an, over, <laughs> an overhead a uh, cooking shot for, yeah they uh, wanted, gordon ramsay's master chef it was weird they wanted a feature film which to me seems unreasonable I don't right know. as like a, a one hour a 30 minute video yeah <laughs> it's like yeah. weird jordan just dropped a one hour 43 minute video and if, one if somebody, and uh, a half hours of that is a brand deal 
Look, I like the new video just fine, but it's, you know, it's about to drop. When I drop the video, check it out. I am, I apologize for the uh, high concept sci-fi experimental film that runs for four and a half hours right there in the middle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But um, I roast Darman right after. So yeah, <laughs> right after the Kubrickian <laughs> classic. <laughs> yeah, right after. You're probably not going to get that part. Uh, yeah. You been to film school like I, me, obviously. Uh. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's cool, and I I want to validate the notes. They're not bad necessarily. It's just like sometimes it in any project once you hit like a kind of terminus, it does feel like actually we tech was like this as well. Mm -hmm. Like feedback oh, yeah. on on projects is especially at like an executive level. I'm sure it just feels weird for somebody at the very top of a pretty like a growing organization to just be like, that's okay. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Also exec feedback in a corporate context is usually like i i've had a few horror stories happen where the execs uh were not privy to what was going on and then we're just mm. like oh like actually don't do the work that you did that you spent the last three <laughs> yes weeks oh on. fuck me yeah you know what i mean or it's like on second thought no and it's like oh well it seems like maybe had you known about this three weeks ago, you could have said that then. Um, mm. and then like when we bad. told you, that would have been a good time to hear like about Like when it. we told you and you were like, sounds good. Yeah. Right. I won't have any notes on that. <laughs> um, Don't even, and make sure not to flashback to this at some point. <laughs> yeah, if only. If only everything was a sitcom and you could just do a Family Guy style cutaway. Yeah, that was the. It turns out that all the work you did was like uh, in Ocean's Eleven when they're saying what they're going to do, and then it cuts back, and they're like, "No, that won't work. That won't work." <laughs> um, speaking of notes from various sources, oh, you've got feedback for me. I've got feedback for you. No, okay. I did an interview recently um, with Colin and Samir. I'll say it. Uh, great interview. Great guys. It just came out today. And one of the comments hurt my feelings a little bit um, yep. for a couple of reasons. And I wanted to kind of, in the interest of vulnerability, bring, bring this up. I, um, okay. I do not think it's there anymore. Um, so uh, maybe they... Did they... Is this just like a tweet? What's the context? No, no, no. So the context is they posted the YouTube interview. Right. Uh, and this is a comment on that. And the comment is... Uh, no i am not i have matter. to figure out where i put it here let me first share my screen um i just don't know where it is. Okay, here my squeaky chair dude okay can you see this i can see it okay so uh this person who will remain unnamed said so this is okay. So this is an interview about my creator journey. Uh, you know, going from like working in tech to like being a creator. I get pretty vulnerable. I talk about sort of going through a depression. I talk about you know the difficulty um, and the push and pull of like doing something that used to be a passion and hobby for money and how that can kind of muddy the incentives and mm -hmm. you know navigating that, which I for me, I think is interesting for up and coming creators, which is kind of the point of the point of the interview to begin with. So this person says, I gotta be honest, Jarvis is the least appealing of all the commentary YouTubers. Already, this is a um, 
pretty like wide sweeping statement of all of the commentary YouTubers. Okay. Um, he's very low energy and the topics he covers are just extremely bland and overdone. So that I don't think I'm low energy at all <laughs> in I, my videos. This is odd. Yeah. Is this written by like <laughs> like Mad Libs? Did they just find a commentary YouTuber for a comment they already wrote? Yeah, it's I don't like know. Scott Kramer is the <laughs> Yeah. I can't believe and Scott like, Kramer crashed that car into that business. <laughs> right, right. Um, and then I get if you know the top they they're like they feel the topics are overdone. I think that there's a lot of overlap in some of the topics, but I don't think that, you know, I wouldn't as with a broad brush say that everything I've done is extremely bland and overdone. So this is very, you know, their own personal opinion. Um, and then they said, I don't know, I'm confused why he's always being pushed by the platform and other creators when he just doesn't seem that good slash interesting. And that's so, in that's interesting to me because it's like they have never encountered something in their life that they don't like. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, I don't understand why this gets to exist when I don't enjoy it. <laughs> sure. Well, I mean, why would... I mean, all these people, all these damn viewers getting tricked. Because I believe you have a 100% dislike ratio. Is that correct? Exactly, yeah. And, and then, I, um, yeah. I, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe, uh, <laughs> I believe it's uh, the overlords you've got on the inside as Haley, Haley's inside. Well, yeah. So, so one thing that hurt my feelings is not this one person's like, opinion that I think is a little misguided. It's that like a lot of people seem to agree with it. Like it got a lot of likes on this person's post. And I'm like, okay, you know, it's like I I don't claim to be the best or anything like that. I'm just trying to navigate my way through this business. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and then someone comes in the comments and goes, low key, it's because he signed to Retin Links Network and they're YouTube's darlings. And I'm like, very low key. That's <laughs> so low key a, that it's so not. So now I'm an industry plant. <laughs> like I don't no. understand. Like I yeah, five years before signing anything with them. Yeah, it's like for <laughs> for one, I'm not signed to their network. <laughs> they What's invested the network? in they Mythical. invested in the Sad Boys like production studio that helps like you know us do the podcast and like pay salaries of people who help us. You know, man that existed all of the, already. It yeah, all like... of the stuff existed. <laughs> it's just more like greasing the wheels. And you know, from my perspective, it I thought it might be helpful to get insight from people who've been doing it for a long time. You know, because they'd never done this before, and I, you know, took a risk and thought it would be thought it would be interesting. But there's no like secret cabal of like getting in the good graces of YouTube by five years into your YouTube career, uh, like collaborating with some old school YouTubers. You know That's what I mean? That's the time to do it, brother. That, and that is, this podcast also is an industry plant. I've been meaning to suggest. Uh, we started yeah. in 2017 and then took kind of a handful of breaks. I'm like, I don't know if I want to deceive the audience yet. I don't know if I'm in the mood to, uh, to be pushed unfairly through the algorithm. Also, to make comments like this, you have to be extremely online, obviously. Yeah. It speaks volumes to the bubble that these mm -hmm. people are in, mm -hmm. that they think that YouTube would give one shit. Just even, I think a lot of people, uh, kind of how a lot of people will post their stat of like, 
Hey guys, don't forget to like and subscribe. I've noticed that uh, 54% of you are not subscribed and they show right. that stat. And it's because <laughs> they aren't logged in. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You, people just don't. People get locked into the the ecosystem and what everybody else is saying, and they don't really. A lot of people don't have experiences of, you know, behind the scenes for for systems like this. But the number of times that both you and I, I'm sure, would get like tweets when we were at Patreon, or at least see feedback on things like, well, yeah, I mean, this creator is making they're making eight thousand dollars a month because. They're like friends with somebody that works there. Yeah, and they're that's like, and we just know that that's not at all how any of this works. First know? of all, I don't know how I would even do it. Like, yeah. I, don't, I, I don't know. That's just not how the platform works. Also, <laughs> apart from stealing people's money, right? Like, apart from just oh, signing them just, up, yeah, 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 yeah. We're just them. signing them up without telling them. Uh, and then also, what? What? So we can get 5% of that $8,000? I'm going to just put myself in huge legal jeopardy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What well, are you yeah. talking about? If, if, if YouTube's going to do this with any creator, it'll be with, like, Jimmy Fallon's YouTube account. Right, exactly. Like, yeah. Shit about mythical compared to, like, you know, deceiving their audience or pushing... Of the eight videos they get to put on a new user's non-logged-in recommended, Yeah, it's Jarvis like- Johnson is not one of them. Not if because anything, it's bad, but because it isn't like a cat singing a song in a car. It's yeah, this the premise is so ridiculous to me because if anyone is YouTube's darling, it's like who you see when you go to YouTube as a logged out user with no watch history. And it's yeah, like Mr. Beast videos. And it, it, it honestly, mate, you know what it isn't? Commentary YouTube at all. Yeah. Any of it. Yeah. The exactly. biggest it doesn't matter. It's just not a priority it's for the like platform, a blip, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, and so that that was interesting to me because one, it kind of invalidates everything I've done for the past <laughs> five years. Um, I don't mind if, that any, bit. if anything, I was more popping on YouTube years ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, um, but the yeah, yeah. So so there's that, and then someone else chimed in at the very end with all he does is react to TikTok, which you know is reductive, yeah. right? Like it's. <laughs> It's, um, you know, TikTok being the largest social media platform outside of YouTube, if you can even consider YouTube a social it's media all, platform. It's already reactive as a problem. I mean, how many yeah. TikTok accounts are there? 200, 300 accounts? Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, I think it's reductive to consider um, TikTok as a just type of thing, as it is like reflective of our culture, right? And I think the like... um. Yeah, I, I genuinely do find like the um, weird guys on TikTok interesting. And this is also one channel of mine, you know, that's like where I talk about TikTok stuff a lot and not to include and, any of the other things that I've done. Exclusively, not even close to exclusively. Yeah, yeah. And, and also react to TikTok is also reductive of the reactions themselves, right? Because you, mm-hmm. you know, I think that my reactions have substance to them or have interesting insights to them even when it's just like a little you know tiktok reaction but yeah. all, all charlie kaufman does is write lines with a typewriter into a script and right make a movie yeah out of yeah it. yeah so it was it was interesting because i definitely like have like i don't ever want to feel like i'm immune to criticism and if anything i'm you know the big my biggest critic so I think I often give more credence to to bad faith criticism than I should, 
as a result of that because it's like, oh, you're just telling me what I tell myself sometimes, like when mm-hmm. I'm, you know, kicking myself or whatever. Um, so yeah, I thought that was, I thought it was, it was interesting to me because I was like, is this now the narrative that like I'm an industry plant? Uh, I, I would like to think I'd be a lot more successful if I was an industry plant, but you know, go off. I would love to be an industry. That would be so easy. Yeah, I know. It would be, be so nice. Uh, um, I mean, if I was an industry plant, I would get my bag in the first six months and then never make a video ever again. I would absolutely, I would become a millionaire and disappear. I don't yeah. No interest, but like, I, I, I am cautious because I do, I definitely don't want to appear like, you know, I'm your friend, so I'm like a sycophant. I'm just like, hey man, fuck the, you know, the whatever. I think it's completely possible to give legitimate feedback. I think... As we pointed out, the the perspective is like silly. Yeah, they they don't have a very basic insight on how things like this work. They yeah. are locked in a very specific bubble and don't realize that there is a larger YouTube ecosystem and industry outside of the things that they watch. Yeah, uh, but this is just another. I don't know if this is the right term. This is the only one I've ever been able to think of. But my my PhD thesis, Mr. Jarvis is about the most dangerous, I'll be submitting this for approval, mm-hmm. it's about the most dangerous epidemic at play online right now, and that is take poisoning. It mm. is important to people, more important to people, to have a take than have a good one. Right, And That's a fair. negative take is so much easier. That's why like every, every movie or game reviewer I loved growing up was the mean one. Mm-hmm. Or oh, the edgy, mm-hmm. or like, uh, you know, angry video game nerding it or something like right, that. Right, right. Because that is an appealing noise. It's more fun to hear shouting than to hear hugging. You know what I mean? Yeah. The other aspect of this that is um, kind of, I, I guess people just don't get it, is that the reason that my videos get views is because people click on them and watch them for a long time. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> it's pretty straightforward, actually. I'm curious where... Th- Sorry, let me just dip her out. The more I think about it, the more so he confused. Squeaking. Okay, just all right. It's just the boys now, yeah. It's just you and me, Austin. You, me, and the audience. But let's talk about the real shit. Okay, now what do we think really happened to Epstein? Oh, what's up, dude? Oh, were you? I'm not. Oh. Look, I don't know. I'm not really allowed to talk about it. Okay. Let's just say it uh, like you might know something. It sounds talking about my days with a little. Uh, again, I don't want to get into it because I'm just sh- I'm shy. But like uh, my time with a little team called uh, Schmiel Schmeem Six. You know, let's, let's oh, just say that that was the um, meal. That was the meal team kids. It was That's uh, where you you helped to create. <laughs> um, you created lunches for, for yeah children? i did yeah i made those bad small pizzas oh okay yeah you were <laughs> that, was, that was guy. my job yeah then i killed Osama. what huh? <laughs> that's funny it must be so frustrating to be the guy that killed osama and nobody you, nobody believes you i think that guy doesn't isn't he wait are you talking about yourself or are you talking about the other guy who claims that he killed osama uh claims emphasize i know trust me that it was not him i okay well so, okay, so so to be the guy who really did it must be really tough. In theory, yeah, it must be frustrating, even if even though you have, like, a public platform to not really be able to, to talk about it because of the deep state. Oh, so... But I will say, 
thankfully, if you in theory did, you know, do that, um, it makes you something of a YouTube darling, and they will promote your videos and allow you to to grow. So wait, now I now I feel like you might be uh, accusing me of doing so. Oh come on, I wouldn't, man. Because I would never. What? There's just I, no evidence. Is and genuine, I definitely like, wasn't there. Oh come on, good luck proving it. Don't check. Yeah. Uh, the last thing that's confusing me about the comment, by the way, is like, okay, so sure they're YouTube darlings, industry plant, whatever. So what's happening? Like, what are they doing? Mm-hmm. Like what? Like method wise, like if that was true, you were the like like you were an yeah, industry plan. Yeah. How? Like that you were unrecommended for logged out first time users? Because that's yeah, not definitely true. not. We know that. that's not true. Yeah, yeah. So, so what is the thing that doing? You know what I mean? I know it's interesting because there are. I lost my train of thought. Um. Eh, 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 eh. Wow, really don't know what I was about to say. Um, Mondays. Oh, it reminds me of a time that MKBHD posted a video where the video was about Beats by Dre headphones, and he titled the video, Forgot About Beats by Dre. Mm -hmm. And I said in a comment, great title, LOL. And someone in the comments in replies to me was talking about how big YouTubers manipulate the algorithm by writing comments to other YouTubers. And that is taking away viewership from smaller creators. I mean, that's the big thing. First of all, insane, insane take, but also make that that's actually um, lethal poisoning level. The, <laughs> um, the take poisoning. Take poisoning. Yeah. It's uh, manifesting in buboes. It's warping their skin. <laughs> That's dangerous. They need to be careful. But there's like, this is such a common thing where, hey, there's some big conspiracy going on. Okay, fine, whatever. But the like, the reason this stuff is bad in these people's minds is because YouTube is a zero-sum game. And if yeah. you watch it by manipulating that algorithm, I'm not. That's the reason there are smaller cr- creators. As also, if, like, what we would want isn't for the person with a thousand subscribers to get a hundred thousand. I want also that. I the don't people care. who I am getting compared to are bigger creators than me. You know, so it's not like I'm doing. Well, I mean, for now, <laughs> you know what I comments. mean. It's, it's like it's like why aren't you focusing on these other much larger creators? And I'm like, everyone is. Yeah, they're popular. They're really that's why popular. You saw this comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's I don't I don't understand. Like I'm it's so weird because it's not like I'm the most popular commentary creator. It, I'm far from it. And so it's kind of weird for someone to just be like, you know, this guy's the least interesting of them. Maybe I am. Maybe that's why I'm less popular than all the other interesting ones. Uh yeah, that'd be my vote. <laughs> uh I yeah, did so say- it's just a weird thing, yeah. I mean, it, it's, again, yeah, it's easier to have that take than than an interesting one. Uh, right. I, and I, and I then, of course, it's like, you know, the all you have to do is do X, Y, Z. And it's like, well, be my guest. <laughs> um, I did just remember I forgot. I don't know if I sent it to you or not, but uh, I've never really engaged with a Stan Twitter before. Mm. But somebody... I, I was discovered by Iggy Azalea Stan Twitter. Oh. 
And I stopped engaging. I like did one or two comments and I like I just asked them who their favorite Power Ranger is and stuff like that. <laughs> I think they got bored. I'm not fun to troll. I, it, I realize that it tends to just go away because I, I just, I don't know. I'm not patient enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, it's not even not rising to it. It's more like, I'm just not going to read the thread. You, you said too many mean things. Summarize yeah, it into yeah, like yeah. weird teeth, bitch. Or something. <laughs> like, that, that could really roast me. Uh, but it was the way that this mean comment sparked off and, and Austin, I'll just send it to you because for some reason I can't look at the Twitter on my computer. Oh, mate, where is it? It made me so happy. It made me chuckle. Uh, okay, while I, here it is on screen right now for, for the, for the viewers. Um, the way that this hate came to me was not from me doing anything. Like, I didn't, I didn't literally had not said a word. I didn't know who this was. Right. I who Iggy Azalea was. Who I barely knew who Iggy Azalea yeah, was. When yeah, I was yeah. checking, I was like, is it the, she used to do like the Aquafina voice? <laughs> she Aquafina's mean, own you're voice. You're not far off. Yeah. That bothered people or something, right? That was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Very, like she's a Australian white rapper. Yeah, uh, she's like who, a, who raps like she's from the south, <laughs> like she's like a southern Atlanta like like rapper I mean, born it, and raised. It shows how you know the culture is growing and growing because now we have Australian wiggers. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's real. Growth. You're actually not allowed to say that. <laughs> oh no, sorry, I didn't mean. We, we're gonna get banned from Twitch. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so one of my mods was arguing with them. I didn't even see what that argument was about, but I was not referenced at any point. But because, again, because these people are so chronically online that to them, the, you know, uh, emotes in your Discord server, custom emotes have the same, like, relevance and importance in life as, like, the name of my firstborn. You know, sh this shit is just, like, so important. Right. They saw that this, this person was one of my mods. And so, <laughs> Iggy Yola replied to them in their quote tweet or whatever. I see that you're. Oh wait, I should do it in her voice, right? Wait, we should I'll also not say their. We should yeah. not say their name, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's call them um, Iggy Azalea because it's the real her. I think, so. <laughs> um, this is a fan account of theirs. I see that you're a Jordan Adika mod, so let's do a little reality check. Iggy, fifty million sold records, porked an Adika skull, and then a a casket. <laughs> Iggy, <laughs> that's because you billion. died before you sold your records. I was planning on it before I go plat. Yeah, yeah. Um, Porked and Adika. Yeah, that's a good one. Iggy, four billion streams on Spotify. Jordan, a dick. Uh, oh like shit! Skull, another casket. Iggy, multi-millionaire, <laughs> flying dollar sign. <laughs> Do you want to guess what uh, Flopton has? That is the opposite Ooh, of that in his bag. I'm going to guess skull emoji in a coffin. Dependent on subs, skull. Oh, that's a weird <laughs> amount of insight that they tried to get. Yeah. I mean, Iggy's dependent on sales. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't come out no, of nowhere. No, no, Iggy Azalea, no matter what, is going to sell 50 million records, and that's why she's at the top of the charts right now. <laughs> uh, well, you know, Currently to this day, she's so relevant, and everyone well, listens she's to her music all the time. 
That's why. That's what was the, maybe the most remarkable about this is like I don't know. This is like somebody who's a stan of like the Mask of Zorro, the movie from like <laughs> 1999, or the third <laughs> Matrix movie. Like, right. what, what the fuck? Is the here? Matrix is Revelations here. released in theaters. <laughs> Jordan Nadika. Jordan Nadika born subs. Depended on parents to be born. Yeah. Created by people. Uh, oh, and then of course, um, Iggy. <laughs> yeah, the Matrix Revelations, created by hundreds of Hollywood people. <laughs> Jordan Dika, created by two losers. <laughs> by some, a couple of freaks. Uh, number one hit, Billboard, uh, Microphone, and then me, Adi Kaka. Maybe my favorite. Skull, <laughs> casket, 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 casket. Ah, dude. You like, my reply died to them was multiple times. I've died so many. I can't tell. Wait, let me check. Was it an even or an odd number? Because that's me coming to life and dying. Oh, right, right, right. So, like, did they leave you alive? Wait, what's up? Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six. Hey, what's up? Guess who's back? Wait, one, two, three, four skulls. Yeah, I guess net zero. That's good to know. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't have my reply, but I genuinely, I think the only thing I replied to them was, um. Are you under the impression that I thought I was more famous and successful than any of you? I have not been involved. Literally the first tweet about me. It's also just so funny that in that person's world, you're invalid if you're less successful than Iggy Azalea. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, that was the, oh, that was the, thing, the thing that I responded that upset them, and I guess is what kicked off them being really their whole squad being pissed off was me saying not all of us can be like you Iggy Azalea fan account <laughs> yeah like it, what is it's, also this it's is so the thing. weird it's to just like a tape team. for yeah to to like to identify yourself to define yourself by the success of someone else rather than your own individual accomplishments is already a self-own the lack of success of someone else you don't watch via a mod and guess what I know Chandler. I'm aware <laughs> yeah. of Chandler. <laughs> yeah, We've yeah, DM'd. Yeah. <laughs> What's your comms with Iggy like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, uh, that damn industry plant, because she's always commenting. If you keep commenting stuff, you'll have 50 billion streams. Or whatever. That's how it goes. That's, that's how I got to the top of the charts. <laughs> uh, do you get a lot of... What's the environment that you feel is like the meanest for you? Is the most meanness in YouTube comments? Mm. Or request I think DMs. it's in it's in like I think the meanest is in indirects, which I don't ever read, but oh, right. I sometimes get like tagged or something like that, and then it'll be like someone just like saying that they don't like my videos or they think I'm really unfunny or something like that, and I'm like, okay, that's fine. It's like so interesting that you felt it's the worse need that to someone say tagged that. me. Yeah, yeah, it's like because it's one thing if it's like a movie that you don't like. But it's another thing if it's just like a person, you know, and you're yeah. like casting, you know, you're casting judgment on a person rather than their work. Um, and not, yeah, that's not even the veil of like a production. Like if you said like, man, I hate epic rap battles, you know, mm -hmm. saying like, I hate Lloyd and Pete. They're yeah, bad people. They're bad people. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. I mean, it's certainly interesting. I guess that, you know, quote unquote comes with the territory is what people would say. Like. I want to clarify that I'm not like, you know, saying that these people should stop doing what they're doing. I just, you know, think it's interesting, right? It is interesting. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm commenting on it for 
because this is a podcast about feelings where we like talk about this stuff. <laughs> yeah, that we host. Yeah. <laughs> and we are Jordan and Jarvis. So it's all, you yeah. see how it's like kind of coming together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, no, but I mean, that was that was definitely that was the tone that I started this call on. So I didn't want to bring down the vibe, but I also wanted to kind of let you know where I was at. I no, I think I I'm kind of low energy compared to some of those other commentary YouTubers. I've heard about that. Yeah, despite being uh, Rent Link purchased you and placed yeah. you in the water. <laughs> the guy who can't finish his own joke without laughing is low energy. <laughs> <laughs> like okay. Low effort. I mean, I really wish you made. You should make like a, you know, elaborate, uh, high effort like High School Musical review video instead of just watching TikTok or whatever. I should actually, do. um, I should recreate Squid Game, and then I'll be the most celebrated <laughs> creator. <laughs> yeah, you should play Among Us on stream. Has anybody it, done that? Yeah, no, that's actually kind of original. Yeah, uh, I fucking love those takes too. I love the like, especially when it's not your genre you know what i mean i've had like mm -hmm. people comment jordan have you ever thought about like maybe you should do i don't know uh, oh no sometimes i'll put out like a tweet request or something and it's the most well-intentioned replies i know it is i know it's not hateful at all obviously but i'll say uh hey anything interesting maybe i should watch i'm looking specifically for stuff i can just do off the cuff TikTok. i'll skip jubilee this week but you know something interesting maybe on youtube yeah. and somebody will reply um have you watched the witcher <laughs> do you want me to watch the witcher on stream um is that what the it's like yeah you should do a review of goodfellas there's a mr <laughs> rogers documentary uh yeah. that i think you would vibe with and i think i would love to hear your commentary takes on this heartfelt documentary about the <laughs> life and times of one of america's sweethearts nice cardigan idiot it's just yeah. me for an hour and a yeah. half <laughs> Your shoe, why are you talking to your shoes, freak? <laughs> <laughs> That's not, that train isn't alive. Uh, yeah, the, I mean, and also, let me just say, I know it comes from a place of love, and, and you want me to talk about it. I think enough people have talked about The Room. I'm going to oh, not make a video about The Room. Interesting, yeah. I haven't Did had one of those in, in a while, but yeah, The Room is, is for sure overdone. Have um, you seen The Room? I indeed have. Yeah, I'd say no need for a commentary video after a biopic movie has been made about something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Once Franco's James Franco's involved, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep my, I'm keeping my hands off the, uh, the sizzle at that point. Yeah, I don't want to get yeah, burned. Yeah. Did you ever end up watching that? Uh, yeah, I saw it. What do you think? It was, I mean, I think it was fine. It's interesting. It's a strange, I don't remember like, it very much. Because well, I, I did read the book. But like, just kind of mm, yeah, skim through it like when it came out, like I guess many years ago at this point. And it it's interesting what that movie does in the pursuit of like making a movie, not just what it omits or what it changes, but it makes this like best buddy stepbrothers style friend narrative. Yeah, that is just completely fictional. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. uh, this, and the, it characterizes. You know, like, like Tommy had this weird, as you know, like the kind of weird possessive relationship with a number of the cast members, but just had like this, almost like they were like puppets, like owning them and their partners would come to set and he'd be uncomfortable with that. And he, he just had this, you know, very strange relationship with people in general, but especially staff and the cast and stuff like that. And they kind of recontextualize it in that movie as like, 
he's just a wacky guy and he he likes the attention and um you know all he needs to do is be honest and maybe we'll hang out and we'll listen to him and it's like no he was doing weird toxic kind of abusive behavior. yeah strange. yeah I don't know. It's hard to make a movie like that. Like how, I guess, just make a movie about Freddie Mercury and he just never does drugs. Yeah, I do think <laughs> that, I mean, I, I think, I've talked about this on Twitter before, but I did go see The Room um, at the Clay Theater in San Francisco, and Tommy Wiseau was not only there, but sat behind me. And I did get to witness him laughing at every joke in The Room Hell yeah. that he had, he made the movie, but he just kept laughing at his own jokes the whole time, which... I relate to. I laugh at my own jokes as well. If you don't, what are you? It's not a good joke. True. I do have some envy sometimes of people with like super dry delivery because it is the type that. Oh, me It's too. a type of comedy that makes me laugh a lot. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But it just so happens to not be my oeuvre. I just, yeah. I just can't play in that tempo. It's just not in my bones. I need to, yeah. I'm trying to figure out. I don't know. I, I, I want to spice things up maybe change things up experiment with some different styles but it is a chronic illness that i have that is laughing before i finish telling a joke which is something that i've had since i was in middle school in middle school uh, yeah. i used to laugh even sooner before finish telling a joke to the point where people now i get the joke out and laugh sure before i would start the premise and laugh because i knew where it was going and people would just look at me with blank stares because I just started talking and then started laughing at myself. And that was very weird. And so what I did was I started biting my own tongue to prevent it's myself literally, from laughing. Literally, physically? Physically biting my own tongue so that I wouldn't laugh. And so that's something that maybe I'll have to bring back. I also want to try to cut out the ums and ahs. I know we've talked about this before, but it's something as a challenge to myself that I yeah. want to try. I just want to become the peak, peak performance, peak male performance. I don't a know. Top I had to G mindset in there. A peak top G alpha brain, Joe Rogan experience, DMT, ox meat. Because whatever. if I'm perfect, everyone will love me and no one can criticize me. That's what, and nothing that's can go what wrong. the psyche says. And nothing can go wrong. Yeah. Any, any fear that something could go wrong at any point um, is right because you haven't perfected the craft yet. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's what we know. It's a meritocracy. <laughs> it is absolutely. Just kidding, guys. We're plants. Big, big, mythical. Big Daddy Rhett. Big, big Mama Link. We're like a. He's a fern, and I'm a snake plant. We're plants, <laughs> that? bitch. <laughs> that's a good. Another good name for the podcast. We're plants, bitch. It's a snake plant. I want to see what that is. Oh, that's oh. cute. I like these. Yeah, I have one. Um, so you've seen, you've probably seen the one yeah. in my apartment. Damn, that's tasteful. Let me have a little look at a fern. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I think I'm more of a fern with the hair these days. Yeah, that's true. And I'm kind of lanky and wobbly and imbalanced like a snake plant. Mm -hmm. There we go. And venomous. I, a lot of these topics that we have are kind of like, we don't need to talk about because I've kind of passed. But, I mean, I left some in from last time. Right, exactly. One thing I wanted to mention that was interesting is the intro to Jarvis Johnson Gold, which is a bit about the fact that it's my second channel and it's extra special for that reason because fewer people are going to 
tune in to the channel than the main channel. So I, I called it Jarvis Jonathan Gold because it was some sort of premium thing. And I make a joke about how it's free. And I do think that there are people who are kind of confused that it doesn't cost money, which is interesting to me. I think there are people legitimately who don't get it. So that's odd. I mean, <laughs> I, again, this is the like, I'm, I, my brain always defaults to like how the product works, which is not really that important. But the first place my brain goes is like, how? <laughs> using what that's not what a youtube membership is you can't have a yeah, youtube exactly. channel that's not free <laughs> they kind of make you do that and also you're watching the video and hearing me say that so <laughs> did you pick uh do you think it's literally because it's got gold in the title as well i don't know i don't know but it is i think i don't know if i talked about this on the podcast but somebody <laughs> complained talking about me in comments Somebody was telling me that the whole uh, premium viewer, it's free thing is getting old. And I was like, you mean the intro to the like video? <laughs> like, I don't getting old, dude. I don't know what to tell you. It, it, got, it takes 20 seconds of your time. It's so I again, I'm not trying to be dismissive of, of this kind of stuff because I, I don't even mind a little roast here and there. I, I like a little roast. I like people being silly. There is a, when I see forced cynicism, mm -hmm. which in this case is like manifesting as a YouTube comment, but it can be anything. It can be, I'm the, hey, I'm the guy that does edgy jokes, or I'm the guy that, uh, I don't like, I don't laugh. I don't like anything. I, right. I, all movies suck. That, that kind of personality type is a, there have been iterations of Jordan that I fucking hate that was that guy. Mm -hmm. And so when I see that, when I see that kind of comment, I'm just like, people aren't going to like you because you're being inauthentic. That's not cool. It's, people aren't going to like you because you're the guy who always leaves the mean comment. It's not cool to be like, well, hey, bud, uh, this joke didn't land. Like, okay, what do it's, you want? Do you, hmm? The thing I have to remember is that I automatically don't relate to this person by virtue of the fact that they left a YouTube comment. <laughs> Which is not something that I do unless it's in support of like a friend. And you know what? To I mean? fuck with the algorithm or something. Oh right, right. right. To manipulate the algorithm to get to, to destroy get, to Marquez's siphon, career. To, to siphon views <laughs> from from smaller creators. That's how yeah. that works for some reason. But via <laughs> via commenting on like uh, one of the most prolific and successful creators on the platform for well over a decade by commenting mm -hmm. on his video. It takes views away from like a short film somebody posted. Right. Because I guess, uh, yeah, I just don't understand. I just don't get the logic. <laughs> but I suppose, even if Take the poison. logic was I'm commenting to get views on my channel, going to Marquez's very tech focused channel is not the place that I would go for that. <laughs> if you would think I would be like commenting on, D Danny Gonzalez's videos and going, well, you think this guy's good? Check out my videos or whatever. Yeah. With, and I gotta say, man, like, again, this, again, this is me thinking my brain just going product mode, but <laughs> which is just after sicko mode. <laughs> it's how much click through do you think you're getting on a YouTube comment? Oh. If I do a really good YouTube comment, I get 2,000 likes. 50 people are clicking to my channel. Maybe 50 people even. I was <laughs> yeah. even thinking a lower percentage than that. 
it's yeah it's it, it kind of people don't understand that any given link anytime you're being propositioned to go to a secondary location online <laughs> sure the odds that someone clicks that are typically less than one percent and, and but, sometimes yeah. a lot less than one percent like orders of magnitude smaller than one percent you could be and that's like even assuming they do anything if they did right saying like literally you can count by clicks like the likelihood that they click your channel then cut that by a thousand percent down to the number of people that would then hit a video and then cut that down by a thousand percent of people that would then like click like and or subscribe it's yeah i'm personally i don't know i don't have any evidence to back this up uh, maybe I don't know if you use it or not, or any of the simple platforms. I've always kind of assumed that stuff like Linktree is a terrible idea. I so you're just adding a step of friction to. I know, I know. I think um, there is a utility to it, which is like, where else is this person? Which I do kind of understand. Like, if there's, mm -hmm. if you need someone to go somewhere, a direct link is the best way. But as like a default utility of learning all the things that someone may be up to i can see the utility there and like a, a a link tree and they must be working to some degree because there's like four different companies in that space there's so many versions of it yeah 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 and they i think you're absolutely right that uh if you have a few goals and a few funnels you want to make uh also if a platform is going to kind of like silence a certain type of promotion i know that if people want to promo their only fans for example mm -hmm, as mm -hmm. a instagram user you can get in shit for just having that link right whereas if you go to a link tree and then your fans lee goes from there yeah exactly all. or yeah you um, get banned on certain platforms for linking to a venmo yeah. or something like that sure um oh i mean if anybody ever wants an example of this by the way check out any follow-up tweet from a tweet that goes viral anytime exactly. a, uh, yeah, yeah. somebody like replies i mean especially if it's like check out this etsy um, but even if it's just them going like wow this went crazy thanks gang point zero 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 one or even look likes. at the followers of the account like you see somebody <laughs> get a million likes on a tweet and they'll have like go from like 453 followers to like 489 followers yeah. because it's it's not just exposure that you've got to kind of create momentum and a story and a reason for someone to to click or there's got to be a utility or there's already got to be an audience that wants the thing like if i post a video on twitter that's i'm not trying to go viral i'm actually trying to provide a utility to the people who follow me and aren't in the other places or or aren't getting notified by youtube etc cetera, etc cetera. so um and that's why i can simply post the thumbnail and post the link later because people are like oh i need to go i know where i already know where to get this you know what i mean yeah um and also social media especially something like twitter it's 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 entertainment for the publisher as well it's it's fun for me to use twitter and if i'm more active uh and i reward people for following me then i get to do more fun stupid shit yeah if i post a bad joke and i've been engaging with people because i'm posting content and more people see my bad joke i don't know it's, it's such a i i really think people overestimate how much any social media will affect a youtube video like yeah there is truly uh, you have a significantly larger following on twitter than i do and i 
you know you you, you a video of yours is not going to make it or not make it because you tweeted about it it just does right exactly sense. like it do- doesn't matter in that way it does it just doesn't the only thing that the only other thing it can do is if i do like a collab or something like that then it can seed a small audience yeah. that will then tell the youtube algorithm that people who are interested in your stuff may want to be recommended this thing as well like it can nudge in that way mm-hmm. but the video ultimately has to like live on its own merits because it's just outside of paying for views, which is excruciatingly expensive. You can't just force a video to go viral. My very first uh, YouTube video, I get my very first YouTube video. I um, sent it to all my friends. I posted it on Reddit for some reason I paid for I paid for views like in the ad, like YouTube ads, excuse me. <coughs> I paid for um, YouTube like, like ads so that it would like mm-hmm. show in pre-rolls or whatever and people would get recommended the video in the sponsor card or whatever. And all of that, probably I spent like $100 or more. Um, I got 1,000 views with all of that, pulling out every stop. and. Yeah. And that was because I wanted to hit the 1,000 view threshold because I was like, oh, it'll be embarrassing if this gets like 300 views or something like that. I don't know what I was thinking. But yeah, it was like really, like I remember when I was turning every, pulling every single lever that I could to try and get any views on my videos. And there was nothing I could do. There was nothing I could do other than like trust the algorithm um and just make content that people were going to click on and watch for a long time and it took a while for that momentum to build yeah i've always been very nervous about um be it as like consulting work which is, is its own kind of thing but like you know people wanting to but I mean, I guess when I was working at Patreon, specifically Patreon consulting stuff, people being like, how do I grow my, my channel? Or how do I launch my thing? It always made me uncomfortable to give anybody like cut and dry advice about mm-hmm. how growth works. Because frustratingly, it is every, exa- every, every single use case is different. And it is a huge amount of it is luck huge so much so that it is almost completely pointless that we've put 20 hours into perfecting this like slideshow breaking down the best way to promote it's it's personally i kind of like it but that's because i don't make video essays and i don't lose thousands of dollars of my time if i if a video goes out and it kind of underperforms and they always climb to you know 120 or whatever they was even if it does really badly it gets there i there it is like very I'm in a very privileged position where that's like not as scary if a, if a video underperforms because I know I can mm-hmm. release another one not not super duper long. Um, yeah. Plus the company just allows me to do that. I'm like very c- consistent. I'm not in danger generally, you know, if I uh, drop a bad Jubilee take or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy just reacts there to is, Jubilee. What's the deal? This guy just watches stuff and says things. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's just... Re- I, I did straight up get a... Uh, I wish I'd taken a photo of it. I loved it. It cracked me up so much. I'm sure I've got a screenshot. I need to print it out, put it on my wall. Somebody was like, they watched one of the Reddit videos and they were like, there's so much reading in this. 
like, yeah, that's dude. funny. That's you know, if you funny. add an A to the title of Reddit, that's what it is. Yeah. In fact, it's almost based on that idea. <laughs> I read it on Reddit. That was uh, on purpose. Yeah. I think maybe you don't like my videos. This comedian? <laughs> you might not enjoy me. This comedian tells so many stories. What is that about? Blah, blah, blah. When is he going to teach dance. me calculus? Something <laughs> of value. Anything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, your life, your life. When are you going to ask me something? Yeah, yeah. Tom Segura. Um, <laughs> yeah, Mike Birbiglia, we've heard enough about your falling asleep thing. <laughs> yeah, sorry you're so damn sleepy, This brother. guy just talks about how sleepy he is. And pizza. <laughs> if you ask for advice, I'll help. Anybody ever here tried melatonin? Um, yeah, Mike Birbiglia, uh, I'm going to replace the straight jacket that you have to sleep in. Because uh, I think you haven't heard of a little thing called melatonin. Hey, pal. Maybe uh, take a couple antihistamine, then maybe you'll sleep yeah. a little better. What somebody anyway. gave me some, like, unsolicited... Oh, oh, this is a response to a Sadboys episode. It was the episode about the break-in. And somebody was like, you should have uh, checked their phone to make sure they weren't lying about this, and you should have also done this other thing. And I'm like, I agree mm. with you, but also I wasn't in my completely lucid mind following someone having to aggressively shepherd someone out of my home. You know what I mean? Like I was kind of yeah. in a little fight or flight moment. I didn't have the presence of mind to like pull out all the stops of, uh, I mean, I, yeah, but at the, it, that's almost on the pale of like, um, you know, if you were getting mugged, you should have used, um, logic and discourse to yeah. calm them down. And yeah, actually yeah. they give you money. It's like, okay. Yeah. But if they are mental, then I don't want to tr touch them and try and get their phone, do I? Right, right. Because I, if they're lying and I ask them to give me their phone, they're going to throttle me to death. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. So I'm just going to get them to go away and then I'm going to move. Yeah, exactly. So. That, yeah, so it was, it's interesting. You know, it's like people will backseat anything. <laughs> people should even backseat you a break-in. Yeah. I would have used my judo. I would have used yeah. my training. Yeah, that's the thing I get frustrated with on Twitch sometimes when I'm like playing a game because I feel the need to explain. I know that I'm doing something wrong. I'm just not perfect at executing everything that's in my head. You know what I mean? Like, uh, oh, I know I should have dodged that attack. It's just that the electric signals going from my brain to my hands didn't communicate quickly enough. Yeah. I feel like I would go insane if I was into fighting games. Sorry, I'm into fighting games, but professionally or on stream, imagine right. the amount of <laughs> imagine the amount of fucking FGC Andes that yeah. are watching Hbox play and just be like, um, that wasn't frame perfect. Yeah. Like, he knows. The, <laughs> he wants to be. The but amount he's of playing for 16 hours. Every time I watch a Smash tournament, the Twitch chat makes me want to like strangle a child. <laughs> because <laughs> It's always like this player's washed. This player's so bad. I'm like yeah. they lost one game, <laughs> they missed one tech. They like and then oh, and they, man, they haven't not been in top sixteen since like video games were made. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like <laughs> MK Leo recently placed ninth in the most um, stacked tournament probably ever in Ultimate's history, and it's his first. Uh, placement outside of top eight in three years. He is the most dominant player to ever play the game. Um, and people are like, he's washed. 
And I'm like, well, <laughs> there. Um, and then, and then, if you give any explanation, no Johns. <laughs> you hey, know, no like, Johns, baby. Oh, the sun was in my eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no. That doesn't matter. You know, it, j- just win. Just don't give excuses when you lose. And it's like he's not even good, giving good, excuses, but yeah. yeah, he's just still playing. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's just, just continuing, continuing to, to play. Be yeah, it's like Daigo. Daigo's washed. I bet. How many times do you think that happened in his like 30 year FGC career? Dude, Daigo doesn't know about Twitter. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> that's never, how he's still. That's life. how he's still competing. Everything at Daigo, I think of like Ryu. I think of him like going into the mountains and training and coming out <laughs> only for the Street Fighter tournament and then going back. Um, That's the dream, man. That's also how I picture like Curtis making videos. Yeah. <laughs> shoots a video and then goes back to the Canadian wilderness. I don't know how he's like, he just put out a video today, but he's also like on tour. I'm like, how are you doing this? It's impressive. Um, I'm, well, look, I don't want to be a hater. But he's in the pocket of big YouTube. Forgot about that. He's a plant, actually. Forgot about that. Well, yeah, I mean, for context for people, Curtis is not big enough for YouTube to bother invest, like, yeah. for that to be the result of a plant. Curtis, Danny, Drew, none of yeah. it, it. You may love commentary YouTube, but YouTube's uh, internal time, as far as just, like, farming non-logged-in, half-engaged viewers, is better off just promoting a new song more. Yeah. Just just pushing that more. Or like another Minecraft video, dude. It's like Yeah. It's like Minecraft yeah, had, like, <laughs> had like a trillion views or something like that. Yeah. They literally would destroy our entire genre for a successful enough let's play it. Yeah. <laughs> just delete it from the platform. Be like, yeah. Oh yeah, sure. This Markiplier guy, he just kinda like plays scary games and screams. What's that about? Just yells, man. Yeah, what's that about? Markiplier doesn't make any music. Yeah, he doesn't teach me calculus at all. I don't know. I don't know Mark, and I don't. I don't have any evidence of he's a good guy, bad guy. I, I, I don't. I don't know. But I do really appreciate how candid he is about his income. Oh yeah, I think that's I, like very. I have met him actually, and he's a class act. He's a very cool dude. Um, See, that's the good stuff. Yeah. Uh, not to flex or anything, but. <laughs> But he, I asked him for some money and he said no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of, should we talk oh, about yeah. the Twitch uh, drama? Yeah. Let's do it. Um, Slinky Rick or whatever his name is. <laughs> it's Slicker, I think. Yeah. It's Slick, Slickle Rick. Slinky Rick. Pickle Rick. It's Slickle um, Rick, guys. Not so slick after all. He turned himself into a scammer. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually okay. like a quite sad story, I think. But. There's also interesting takes that are, let me, let me write this down. Honestly, it's the stuff around him that I find the most interesting. I think, uh, so for context, so for context, there is a streamer on Twitch named it's slicker he's been around for years i believe as you know played various games etc recently has come under fire as it has been revealed that there is a extremely large amount of instances of him asking fellow streamers and fans for money via 
trust scams like, hey, my bank account is locked. Can you please like help me out? I just need to get a minimum balance so that so that I can use my funds. I'll pay you back in a few months. That type of scam at scale, like he has scammed everybody yeah. from the moderators of his Twitch channel to some of the largest streamers on the platform. The the Usain Bolt uh, of, of of this behavior, the the goat of. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm just checking the stats again because I almost couldn't believe them. I think Trainwreck alone gave him like a hundred grand. Yeah, Trainwrecks gave him a hundred thousand dollars to I think pay people back, and he gam. So what he did with the money is that he gambled it. So I think mm. that. Ludwig said that there's a copyzilla video coming out where he's going to tabulate everything, but the number is like close to 300 grand where he has just gambled it all away in in attempt to pay people back. And every time that he would get a balance of zero, he would go to another person and try to get some more money that he could hopefully gamble and win big so that he could pay everyone back. And kind he had of already... Like a, Prior to making these requests and, and requesting soliciting people to get that money, he had already just gambled away all of his Twitch earnings to date. Yeah, which is, no. it's a sad story. Um, the people who are scammed, you know, it's a horrible thing because you're abusing someone's trust, you're abusing friendships and relationships. At least one streamer gave him $27,000 other than Trainwrecks because like Trainwrecks, you, you assume he's got it like that because he's like gambling millions of dollars all the time. But to scam fans and it's just wild. Mm -hmm. And the moral of the story is how dangerous of an addiction gambling is. You know, gambling being so famously a vice so famously a very horrible vice but also so profitable that it can afford to buy off some of the biggest names in the entertainment industry a la yeah. drake a la godzilla <laughs> um which is one of the biggest or actually i don't even know i've heard of people getting demonetized for saying the name so actually we should not say the name of the mm. gambling site uh, I'll dub it over. Um, put put these names over instead. Um, uh, uh, Godzilla. Mm -hmm. Yeah. King Kong. And so he has well, come I, out. I, Go ahead. Can, can I, I'll, I'll just throw out. Yeah, please. The moral of the story, and I'm sure we'll get into this a little more, should be a, uh, you know, yeah, like a, a treatise on how dangerous a vice gambling is. So dangerous so that it is banned in places, right? Like, it's, this is Kids not... Kids can't do it. It's banned in many, many countries. <laughs> it's extremely regulated in the United it's States. It's more regulated than opiates. <laughs> That's true. You know what I mean? Uh, but anyway, I know we'll, we'll touch on it, but there are kind of a shocking number of takes that are not gambling is dangerous. It It's just, this is a bad person. Mm-hmm. Only anyway, sorry to interrupt, but yeah, no, 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 absolutely. Like, I think that what's really interesting is so a lot of the streamers, so in terms of making things good, uh, I believe that I don't know what the resolution on this is, but I know XQC propositioned train wrecks 
that they could go 50-50 on paying everyone back. So that was a big that was a big thing. And a lot of people are talking about the dangers of gambling. I've seen some takes that are we're letting this guy off the hook for being a scammer. He scammed X, Y, and Z person. And it, by focusing on gambling as an umbrella, we're not holding the individual accountable for his individual actions. You know, tons of people gamble all the time and it's not, and they don't take things to this extent. And I wanted to talk about that because I, I've seen takes that say that it's enabling him to pay back his debts and having him not face the ultimate consequences of it. And I'm like, what do you mean the ultimate consequences? Because there are stats that say a, a quarter of people with gambling addictions, you know, commit self-delete, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like that's a, a, a metric that's thrown around a lot. And I admittedly do not know the source of it, but. I do know that this type of addiction can ruin can ruin lives, and I have a personal experience with it uh, with someone in my family. And so, I think that he's be- personally. I think he's being held plenty accountable because we're talking about the largest Twitch scam of all time, and it's going to severely impact his relationships and career moving forward. I mean, the truth is, is that people don't actually want a, people that are saying, uh, (laughs) because what, okay, what is it that you do want to happen then? Is it that you think what would be more just is if he pays everyone back? Because Because he can't do that. Yeah. Ever. Yes. So what you're saying is you would rather the people who, in some case, I don't know how many people were like left destitute, but certainly these, the fans and the like need that money. Yeah, it, it is. That is important. It was a lend. It wasn't like a give. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, they so what they're saying is, again. I'd rather all of those people never ever get their money back on the principle. Yeah, and I mean, truly, of teaching him a lesson. Yeah, <laughs> of of getting their little bit of catharsis. That's what they want, right? They love yeah. crime and punishment. They love a good story. They want to see like the death penalty shouldn't exist unless I really hate someone. It's that the exact kind of mindset that just uh, yeah. throws all principle out the window the moment that the the person commenting it on it is upset. I mean, like, how many times have you seen uh, this person's done something very lightly objectionable? I really think that they should be fired from their job. Actually, yeah, is what I've discovered. I'm not talking about somebody going on a racial epithet. I'm talking about somebody uh, making an offhand, insensitive comment. As a like teacher, or and, like, like not like, like yeah, or like in the past, a long time ago. Yeah. Oh yeah, like like ten years prior, and then pulling them off of like a, a project that they care about or was important, or yeah. it's just not because the value there. Sorry to people that, that enjoy that. It is it's blood sport. What yeah, you enjoy I, is. I the, agree. I agree with that. I think um, the. Thing, and, and let me know if this is a bad analogy, but it seems kind of like if if someone was like scra- like a light injury, let's say, I don't want to make this too bloody, but like imagine that like mm-hmm. 10 people were like scraped by a guy, by Wolverine, and they're like, ow, 
you he know, loves doing that. They're like Wolverine, like cut me, ouchies. Um, <laughs> and a court of law would say, hey, Wolverine needs to pay these people back. But in the meantime, are we not supposed to tend to the people who are harmed, the victims? Like he has to stitch. They actually have to keep bleeding unless he stitches them up. Yeah, that, that's what doesn't make any sense to me. Because clearly, I think that this person should be treated like, like, again, I don't know what consequences they should face. They should probably be banned from Twitch. They should, you know, I don't know if there's any sort of criminal, like, case that's going to come out of this. But at the end of the day, people were harmed. And it seems kind of weird to say that, you know, you shouldn't make, you shouldn't try to make those people whole, especially when some of those people are like, less fortunate and we're just trying to do a good deed and we're you know told lies about someone's family being in the hospital or some you know some sort of extreme extreme cases so it just yeah and this is not a ponzi scheme or an mlm scheme where we you know we're letting someone off so that they can go right away on their yacht he is broke Mm -hmm. the he lost and that's i mean and that's where like uh i think when you look at the way that people internalize uh, uh, addiction and that kind of, you know, destructive othering and draconian approach to punishment and, and, and the cases when that tends to happen the most, it's always with addictions that people can relate to the most. It is always with things that they think they have the willpower to have gotten out of. Yeah. It's like, well, um, I've never tried to do crack. Yeah. So, like... I can relate to not doing crack. It's so easy. Why has that been difficult for you? Or, I mean, commonly, I mean, who who is the most hated of all addicts? It's alcoholics. Yeah, yeah. Across the board. And that's because most people drink. Most people drink alcohol and don't get addicted to alcohol. And so the thing that goes through their brain is, well, I could just stop drinking. Mm-hmm. So like do that stop being like selfish and just choosing to drink yeah if you are doing if, if if you're exhibiting a behavior that's like leaving you destitute miserable alone in many cases uh with nowhere to live it's not something you enjoy right that's not fun it's like when you walk somebody past somebody on the street and and, and uh, an unhoused person and you hear someone say like oh just lazy try getting a job Hey, being homeless is worse than not having than having a job. Yeah, I don't love having to do work, but I like it a lot more than being unhoused. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Clearly, there's a third thing getting in the way there that we're like not accounting for, right? Right, exactly. And, and in, in this case, yeah, what is the satisfaction you want exactly, other yeah. than the people being paid back? And I don't know. It it, it they treat it almost like karmically. Mm-hmm. Like he hasn't atoned. He hasn't um, done the whipping on his back and said the Hail Marys. And right. Like- yeah. I, and I just don't think that, that that's kind of a separate issue to like in the meantime. Yeah. You know, there's people over here who are victims. And I. Oh, and I, then I guess yeah. he can pay XQC and Trainwrecks back then. Yeah. Like, what exactly. difference, you know, what difference yeah. does it make? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that's. So it's. It's. It, it spurred this. Um dialogue on twitch to kind of get twitch to ban gambling on the platform which 
is interesting because I'm curious to see what Twitch does. There are a lot of cynical takes that say Twitch won't do anything because there's too much money to gain from from these types of deals. But I don't know. I I think that this mm -hmm. is a great example of protest, you know, or at least uh, calling to action, calling a calling a, a company to to account for a lapse in their you know judgment when it comes to to guidelines and highlighting the real risks that come with that because i just yeah it's you know i do understand some people are like well why ruin gamble people who can enjoy gambling responsibly just because of someone's actions but it just feels like given a large enough sample size would you want to be enabling of people becoming addicted to I, I don't agree with the comparisons to alcohol when it comes to like the slippery slope because sure, yeah. Because alcohol is regulated in America. Like there is <laughs> like like and um gambling and it's there's there's consumption. Like it's not yeah. as though the more gambling you do, the more gambling addiction you get. Yeah. It's not as it can be a single gambling experience that is like the trigger. It could be doing it consistently. It's not like uh, one big night of drinking just made me an alcoholic. Yeah. You know? And it's, and it's not like these um I think I lost my train of thought, but Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Um A lot of, but the fact of the matter is that a lot of the gambling that happens on Twitch is in this gray area where, you know, it's, it's websites that like young kids could sign up for where they don't check your ID until you're mm -hmm. trying to pull money out of them <laughs> or um, they're not based in the US and so they're not regulated the same way that they would be if it was like somebody live streaming from like a Vegas casino. And I think that maybe I'm not putting good enough words to like why those things are different, but I do think well, they Twitch, I mean, are. Also, I don't think approaches. that like excessive drinking should be like celebrated on stream. I just don't see that as a- And which they, it's like, they're actually pretty good. One of the few pieces of TOS that I kind of like in the case of Twitch is they are quite balanced about like, uh, 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 inebriates and stuff. Like yeah. when it comes to you can drink, do not glor glorify binge drinking. Right. You can you can like smoke a vape, but don't be explicit about what's in it and do it constantly. Like like be try and reflect what the real world is like, basically. Without in, in the same way that if you play a video game and some tits appear on screen briefly, they understand that that's not your fault. That the world has nudity in it. Right. That, that we need to be and. Yeah, not. I mean, there's a, obviously Twitch is mostly complete dog shit with that. I think if they wanted to, Twitch could absolutely survive this. I think they obviously they'll survive it. They're a monopoly, but they. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, I, I actually TikTok's think, taken over. I was gonna say YouTube gaming. Actually, uh, I think, but I th Twitch just has, as far as yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this controversy is it's it's us talking about it. It's nobody that like really. None of, no kids are leaving the platform because yeah. uh, none of the biggest streamers are leaving the platform because of it, et cetera, et cetera. I think, honestly, 
like, I think it would be wise to do something because this is not the first, nor will it be the last time that gambling has been a big controversy associated with their platform. Right. I think if, now I am not an advocate for banning hot tub streams, to be clear, mm -hmm. but I think if hot tub streams kept coming back into the news cycle, they would ban hot tub streams. Mm -hmm. But because it only happened the once, and they just weathered that storm, they now no longer have to engage with that. Yeah. This is like, it's like clockwork, the number of time we get some story of somebody manipulating, albeit this is like different from, from you know, CSGO dramas, for example. Right, right. Because that was specifically, that is more like a Ponzi scheme. That's stealing, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, did you hear uh, uh, Slicker talk about his- How he started. Gateway? Um, yeah, CSGO. And that's Fucking something CSGO. that I actually, so I have to go in five minutes. I have a meeting. But one thing that I wanted to maybe end on is uh, a friend of mine and friend of the show, 24 Frames of Nick, posted about his own experience with gambling, to which he was, you know, I think a lot of people go, oh, well, the people who are streaming gambling, they're all saying don't gamble. But it kind of feels like reverse psychology a little bit. But also mm -hmm. the, a more concrete example of this is Nick, who very um nick who very bravely shared his own story with addiction i did kind of want to read um so he posted uh this a twit longer on on twitter called my gambling addiction he said seeing everyone recently talk about the ills of gambling i feel it's best i present my own issue and personal struggle with gambling i discovered online gambling on godzilla last year in may from twitch streamers that i'm still a massive fan of and still watch every day last year i was doing very well my youtube was paying me very well for my size and i made a lot of great investments i had twenty thousand dollars in my bank account and nearly forty thousand dollars invested but then i discovered online gambling i started small and won big I won $40,000. This was amazing to me, and I thought it was nearly too good to be true. That same day, I lost it. I lost it very, very fast. And then I pulled more money out of my bank account to chase that loss until my bank account itself reached zero. Then I started to touch my investments, losing all of it in the span of three days. And for the next year, up until recently, I nearly ruined my life. Every single cent I earned from YouTube, I put right back into gambling. Every sponsor and AdSense and, and everything I used to gamble and chase my losses. I then applied for credit cards, multiple. And at this current time of my life, they're maxed out, leaving me with over $50,000 in debt. In just one year alone, I gambled around $250,000. I only just now stopped online gambling because I deleted the account that I used on the site. I'm in a fortunate position. I make good money when I work hard and I enjoy what I do very much. But even someone in my fortunate position pushed their addiction to the point where it almost became impossible to live. My account would be negative thousands of dollars each month in order to sustain my gambling desire. I would withdraw money I didn't have and any money I was making barely mattered because I would lose it the second I earned it by putting all of it into a very easily accessible website. It hurt the relationships around me, with my friends and my family, and put me into a massive depression. Currently, I am still in debt and one day see a future where I can work hard to better myself and pull myself out of it. But many people will not be able to. 
Many people will do this very thing to themselves no matter what position they're in. Whether they are fortunate or not, they will ruin their lives and go into debt all because of a website that is a click away. I just want to say that the streamers who showed me the site, I still watch their gambling and have even tried interacting with them about it because my addiction just wanted to justify itself like it was some fun, cool thing because I was someone who was making good money to afford it. But I can't anymore. I ruin myself and many people will continue to ruin themselves just like me. I never get personal about my own life or anything, but I just wanted to share that even given people like me who have become fortunate can end up in a cycle of gambling without any sense of an end in sight. I do not blame the streamers for my own adult mistake, but I strongly encourage anyone who knows of the site's existence to never touch it or delete any account they might have. Gambling is a plague, and I hope anyone currently struggling with an addiction like mine stops immediately. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I just wanted to share that because it, you know, the only victim other than like Nick's loved ones, the only financial victim is his own himself. But still, like it's he very well illustrates the the pipeline of deepening and deepening yourself in. I can just win it back. I can just win back big and everything will be fine. And I'm making good money. But then like, well, it doesn't matter if you just spend the extra money that you're also making. Right. That's a really, I mean, it's insightful. I appreciate that. Did you make a video, you say, or just the twit longer? Just the twit longer. And um, unfortunately, I do have to run. Um, so this is kind of a bit of a very curt way to end Sad Boys. But we That's end every episode of Sad Boys with a particular phrase. Wait, sorry. Yes. I just quickly throw out. Uh, pen Pals. We, I think it's probably worth doing a whole Pen Pals dedicated episode at some point. Because we got a lot of really nice stuff in. But... We can always have more, sadboyspod at gmail.com if you want to send in a letter or uh, uh, advice question, etc. Yes. In fact, we would have We done love it. you. And we're sorry. We would have done pen pals today, <laughs> but I had to run. So my yeah. apologies there. It's okay. All right. All right. Bye. Love you. Sorry. Bye. Boom. Gucci girl. Gucci girl. How you doing? How you moving girl? Moving girl. How's your day looking? That future girl. Future girl. Yeah, we are now. Take my money. Go away. Are you Rich for me.